Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is News Radio 105.9 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up-to-date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. BBM, there is new information about the developing news we're tracking in Bolingbrook this afternoon. We've just learned that a 17-year-old girl shot and wounded after what police call a pre-arranged drug deal has been stabilized at the hospital. Police say two teenage boys shot the girl in the area of Lexington Drive and Lee Lane and then ran off. Officers are reportedly looking for the shooters and are ordering people living in that area to stay in their homes while the investigation continues. On Chicago's south side today, people remembering a teenage boy killed in a shooting in the Fuller Park neighborhood. CBS 2's Mugo Adigwe reports last night's shooting near 42nd and Wells killed a 14-year-old boy and injured three others and eventually became a shootout with police. We spoke with several neighbors in Fuller Park this morning. They did not want to go on camera, but described that boy as a good kid with a beautiful smile. Police tell us two handguns were recovered from that scene. They also say the police officers involved in that shooting have now been placed on administrative duties as the Civilian Office of Police Accountability investigates the shooting. The three officers involved were also checked out at the hospital as a precaution. One person now is in custody. Bears executives signaled this afternoon that they're looking beyond Arlington Heights for a potential new home, but the mayor says he is not concerned. Park racetrack site, and even though demolition work is underway, the Bears did meet with Naperville officials to discuss potential stadium in the western suburb. Arlington Heights Mayor Tom Hayes is not phased. He believes the Bears will circle back to Arlington Park after doing their due diligence elsewhere. A prime piece of real estate right in the heart of the Bears fandom in the northwest suburbs, and so uh, I think ultimately the Bears will I agree with me that that's the location for their stadium for the next 50 years. The team is now in a dispute with the Cook County Assessor's Office over the assessed value of the land. Cook County recently reassessed the land at a higher value. The Bears contend the property is not commercially viable in its current state. Rob Hart, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Bridgeview man has been sentenced to 18 years in federal prison. After pleading guilty to charges, he enticed a 14-year-old California girl to send him sexually explicit photos of herself and her younger sister. The U.S. Attorney's Office says 26-year-old Brandon Hanahan was sentenced after pleading guilty early this year to federal child porn charges. Hanahan admitted that he communicated on Instagram with the girl and coerced her to send photos of herself and her sister, who were both younger than 10 years old at the time. The CTA plans to start the final major phase of a Northside modernization project along the Red Line. The CTA says that this summer, construction will begin on four new Red Line stations at Lawrence, Argyle, Berwyn, and Brenmar. Those new stations will be fully accessible with elevators, escalators, and wider platforms. It's all part of the final major phase of the red and purple modernization between Lawrence and Bren Mawr. There will be community informational meetings June 21st and 22nd on what will be happening this summer. The CTA says that sometime this summer, riders will get to feel the improvements from the project. 
New northbound tracks are due to go online, making for a quieter, smoother ride. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio, 1059 WBBF. Well, the music is set to start in a little more than a couple of hours at Soldier Field ahead of tonight's sold out Taylor Swift concert and a weekend residency that's attract, attracted a lot of attention, as well as Swifties from all over. WBBM's Andy Dane has the prime assignment. He's live on the lakefront with that story. Hi, Andy. Hello, Lisa. Yeah, well, here outside Soldier Field, uh, there is no shortage of excitement, energy, uh, and anticipation for Taylor Swift to take the stage here in just over a few hours. We've talked to fans who have traveled from the other side of the country, others who are attending their first ever Swift show, and Tiffany from Iowa. Uh, she and her husband are donning some of the most unique shirts we've seen today. They read, we named our daughter Taylor after Taylor, so it is safe to say they're pretty big fans. A big fan of the experience. So when you come to a Taylor Swift show, you're going to have an experience of fun and joy and sparkles, and you're going to leave with memories that last a lifetime. And we've also spotted fans exchanging Taylor Swift-themed friendship bracelets. That's apparently a big hit here on tour, so clearly no bad blood between Swifties. Yes, I did need some help making that reference. Reporting live outside of Soldier Field, Andy Day, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Very good, very good, Andy. We're full of song lyrics and puns today in honor of Taylor Swift. We've posted everything you need to know to get to the concert or even avoid it, of course, at WBBMnewsradio.com. Friday, two teenagers accused in the shooting death of a Waukegan volleyball coach were in court today. A judge ordered 17-year-old Jahir Torresia and 16-year-old David DeJesus held without bond in the May 6th shooting death of Neolis Colazzo. In court, prosecutors said the two teens apparently sped up to chase and then fired the shots that killed the 23-year-old volleyball coach. It happened about 10.30 p.m. Saturday, May 6th. Prosecutors say the pair have denied committing the shooting, but investigators have video that shows a vehicle speeding up to chase Colazzo's car and then passing it at 10th and Lewis, where the shooting happened in Waukegan. The teens were arrested Thursday. Six guns were recovered. Terry Keschner, 105 Nine, WBBM. Police and a SWAT team are in West Humboldt Park right now responding to a man on a roof with a swastika flag and a flamethrower. He can be heard or playing a recording threatening the police as well as President Biden. Residents had already raised concerns about the man's scaffolding structure that features a swastika on a flag flying over the building. And neighbors say that police have responded to him several times. Over the past few months, police are now calling it an active SWAT situation around Chicago Avenue and Pulaski, and they're advising uh, people to avoid that area if possible. Community leaders from across Chicago met at Lincoln Park this afternoon to double on their commitment to housing and supporting the hundreds of migrants sent here by Republican governors. Here's Alderman Timmy, uh, Timmy Knudsen. We have the resources and the skill sets to support this community to a pathway to all they want which is to live and work and go to school and be a part of a new and safer community. The Chicago City Council voted this week to spend $51 million from the city's 2021 budget surplus to help care for migrant families. A plan to Northside residents that would turn a motel into transitional housing for the homeless. The aldermen addressed a standing room only crowd regarding the proposal for the 40-room diplomat motel on the 5200 block of North Lincoln Avenue. We're going through our public parks. You're seeing the tent encampments. And so I think this is reflective of really a growing problem that we've seen here in Chicago. A woman interrupted Vasquez raising the migrant issue. We don't know who they are. We don't know where they came from. We don't know what the hell they want here. I'm talking now. Shut up. Follow me. 
Vasquez made it clear this is not immigrant housing. It would be transitional housing for 40 people at a time and would include services like medical care and mental health support designed to get them back on their feet. Mike Krauser, 105.9 WBBM. All Local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information.